Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. A wild, wild Sunday on the weekend in between the championship games and the Super Bowl. And Kyrie Irving continues to giveth, Canty. That's right. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Canty, what's up? What's up, big fella? It's Super Bowl week, so you know I'm flexing the Super Bowl ring, getting excited about Hmm. the big game. But just when we start looking ahead to breaking down some of the X's and O's, the NBA and Kyrie Irving specifically had to insert themselves in the conversation. Because it's what he does best. Here we go! Only one place to start. Woj reporting the Brooklyn Nets are trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. They still hope they can win, but the reality is you can't replace Kyrie Irving. The Mavs have put themselves in a position to be the front runner in the Western Conference. The drama has become too overwhelming. Canty, I absolutely love this trade for both sides. I think both sides win in all of this, and it's not because anybody's definitively going to win a championship right away. It's because one team got rid of a problem that they have had for far too long and admitted that it did not work. Their big plan was a complete and utter disaster, and the other team got a star player where he is added to the mix and they have a chance to make a run in the Western Conference this year. I love, love, love this trade for both teams. Well, here's what I'll say. This feels like it was inevitable from Brooklyn's standpoint, right? Because of everything that they've done to try to appease Kyrie Irving, including several head coaching changes, personnel decisions, moving on from some guys that were thought to be core pieces in order to take a big swing and get James Harden into the fold. That didn't work out. They ended up making a move to get Ben Simmons. That hasn't necessarily panned out the way the Nets thought. But all of these decisions were made to try to appease a player that has been nothing but a headache. Think about it, Carlin. Going back to a couple of years ago with the unexcused absences, going missing from the team for weeks on end without explanation, and then some of the distractions that he's had with off-court commentary. I I just don't understand what more the Brooklyn Nets could have done in order to prove to Kyrie that they wanted him to be around long-term. Now, from their standpoint, I get why they didn't want to give him a long-term deal because he hasn't shown you that he's trustworthy. He hasn't shown you that you can rely on him to show up to work. But in this last stretch of about the last three or four weeks, he's been a really, really good basketball player for him, Carlin. I just don't know that he showed enough for him to be able to command the contract extension that his representation was asking for, and that ultimately is what opened the door to a trade before the deadline. Look, I don't think he's ever going to get to the four years, $200 million. Uh, right now – the max he could sign with with Dallas is for two and eighty plus. Now they get to beyond June thirtieth, and then you're talking about bigger numbers. So mm-hmm. let's talk about this from a Mavericks perspective for a second, Chris. What do you have to lose? I mean, the only thing that you truly gave up in this, and I love Spencer Dinwiddie as a player, 
but you're getting Kyrie back. You gave up a very good 3 and D role player in Dorian Finney-Smith and a couple of second-round picks and a 2029 first-round pick. The Nets wanted it because that's well beyond when Luka can become a free agent if he leaves, and you don't have to worry about it for six years. I think for the Mavericks... This was a risk that was well worth taking. Let's hear Tim McMahon, ESPN Mavericks reporter, on the Mavericks deciding to roll the dice here. I mean, listen, you don't make this deal thinking that you've got a, a guy who's going to be you know, blending in with the Boy Scouts. Like You understand the risk that comes along with Kyrie. The Mavericks essentially made the decision that the skill justifies the risk, and, then, and that's what this is now. It's kind of a trial period for both sides, right? But I think more so, if we're being frank, for, for Kyrie Irving. He's the one who has the leverage, who kind of has all, all the cards to play. They're not going to talk extension because he wants a four-year deal. Yeah, and, and Chris, look, he has to go and do everything to earn that four-year deal the rest of the season. I, I still think the horse is out of the barn on that one, but he has to do all the right things. But from Dallas's perspective, look at the West. He's played with a ball-dominant player before and fit pretty well with Kevin Durant. I mean, they did go 11-2 and in December, or 11-3, and whatever it was. Um, I know they didn't play together nearly enough, but rest of this year, what is there to lose for Dallas? I don't look at the West and think that this is insurmountable for them. Well, I, I don't I, – I look at the situation like this, Carlin. This was a move that Dallas had to make. Yes. They had yes. to do something, right? They've been trying to get another star to play alongside Luka since Luka got there. I mean, think about it. They tried to go after Christos Porzingis. That didn't necessarily work out. Jalen Brunson ain't that dude. And then Christian Wood, that trade they made this offseason, he's not necessarily a star, although he's a good player. So they needed another star player alongside Luka. And we know Luka is going to be the most ball-dominant player um, on that team, but this is a situation where Kyrie Irving has had experience playing off the ball. We saw him do that with LeBron James in Cleveland, and he's effective at, at doing that because he's a knockdown shooter from the perimeter, not to mention one of the best finishers at the rim at the guard position in the NBA. So I do like what Kyrie Irving is bringing to that team offensively. The only question I have is how is this going to impact what they do defensively? Because this, no, this team already struggles on defense. They're ranked 24th in defensive rating. Yep. So I, I just I don't understand how this move really puts them as a true title contender just because I think they're just going to be so bad defensively in the backcourt. Look, they went from 7th, I think it was last year, to 24th this year. They fell off as it was. And Dorian Finney-Smith is a very good defender. But he's about all they had. I can't argue with you from that standpoint. Yeah. But I can't argue with you from the talent standpoint. Am I scared by the Denver Nuggets? I'm not. Uh, do I think I can beat the Memphis Grizzlies? Maybe. I got a better mm. chance today than I did yesterday. Yeah. That, this is what I know. I have a better chance to beat the Sacramento Kings today than I did yesterday. Same thing with, with the Clippers. A anybody else you want to point to, my odds went up. And I did not have a choice. There was at some point going to be a, a a time where I had to do this. And this doesn't mean they have to hand them $200 million, Chris. It doesn't mean that. No, it doesn't mean that. But somebody's going to give them $200 million. That's, That's their gonna problem. That's going to happen this offseason. That's their problem. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're, you're giving up these assets if you're Dallas to see if this works out. And if it leads to you 
winning a couple of playoff series and being back in the Western Conference Finals, then there's no world which I can envision Mark Cuban letting Kyrie Irving walk out of the door. They're going to give him a max contract extension when they can give him a four-year deal. That's going to happen, Carlin, but and, and I just think it's themselves. such a long shot. It's so, right. it's, it's, it's so improbable that that will be the outcome of this trade. I just don't see the Dallas Mavericks going on a deep playoff run. To me, they're more of the – one playoff series and done variety than a team that can contend in the championship rounds of the playoffs. Well, the one thing that the Mavericks are telling themselves and that I would be very, very leery of going into this offseason, you cannot tell yourself, TTID, this time it's different. You can't. Because there's too much history of what Kyrie has been about to try to sell yourself on saying, this time it'll be different. It, it won't be. Well, desperation makes for interesting yes. bedfellows. And I think that's where the Dallas Mavs are right now. Like, it's cringeworthy to think about how Kyrie Irving can become unhinged at times. But there's no denying the talent and how that talent could potentially help you win. But that was the same talent that seduced the Brooklyn Nets once upon a time and allowed them to turn over control of their franchise to Kyrie and KD. And what have they gotten in return for it, Carlin? One playoff series win? Just one in four years. And look, and, and now it'll turn to KD, and we'll get more into it in a bit. But I think you got a player that he's going to like a lot in Dorian Finney-Smith. you got a guy who is a volume scorer when need be in Spencer Dinwiddie. I'm not going to try to sell you on the Nets all of a sudden being big-time contenders in the East. I mean, yeah. I, I can't sell you on that. They're not. What, They're I, can, not. what I can tell you is that what they got in return was more than I would have expected. Honestly, it's more than I would have expected. And I, I look. But that's not the question, though, Carlin. The question they is. They had to is get it, rid of them. The question is it enough to keep KD in Brooklyn? Is it enough to get KD to come Chris, off, I have to give of, up on that. off of where he was with his trade demand in the offseason? Like, that's the question that you have to ask. And, and I don't know that getting back Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie returning to go along with the assets, I don't think that that's going to be enough for the Brooklyn Nets to sell KD that this is where he should finish his career, which is why it becomes fascinating to see what happens over the next couple of days leading up to the deadline, but then also what's going to happen this offseason because there's there's going to be no shortage of suitors for Kevin Durant based on how this guy has played over the last couple of years. So, the Brooklyn Nets are, are in an interesting spot. I think the franchise would like to keep KD, but ultimately I don't think it's going to be their choice. I think they're going to be forced to move off him, and it becomes interesting what pieces they could get back in trying to reset their franchise. But, Chris, after Friday, I mean, aren't they better off right now having moved on from Kyrie? I mean, I think they're better off from having moved on because it wasn't going to end well. You heard the rumblings yesterday that he was actually going to – you know, potentially sit out the rest of the year if he didn't get traded. And none of us doubt that he would have tried to do that, although he would have had to navigate that from still becoming a free agent because you can't do that for more than 30 days. But anyway, the point being, like, at this point, the Nets had to just admit this is not working. And, And they gave it every opportunity, and they gave him every opportunity. I know what the talent level is You've got, you were not winning a title this year. You were not beating the Celtics this year. Ben Simmons has been god awful in every way. You are not doing any of those things. And yes, it may cost you Durant in the long term. It may. But I don't 
sit here and think that Kevin Durant is 100% crestfallen now that Kyrie is gone. I don't think that's the case. No, but I mean, Kevin Durant wants to compete for a championship. I mean, why else would you play it? Do you think he had a better chance career? yesterday than he does than than today? I think it's probably the same. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. I don't agree. Because I don't know how much Kyrie is going to play. You don't become a better team without Kevin Durant. Well, I, I mean, without Kyrie Irving. I do, and I don't know how much team. he's going to play. Well, you can say that, but Kyrie Irving has played pretty good ball over the last month of the season, Carlin. He, he has. I mean, throw out the 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 game in Boston last week where they got embarrassed, but I mean. He's played good basketball for this team in Kevin Durant's stead. So if you get KD back, the thought was maybe you can challenge for one of those top three spots going into the postseason. But now that you've traded Kyrie, there's no way that you can be considered on par with teams like Philadelphia, Milwaukee, or Boston. You're just not there. But they weren't anyway. They weren't anyway. I I don't know about that. If you have a a healthy and motivated Kyrie and KD in the playoffs, you take your chances. But but Chris, think about that. Healthy and motivated. Those are two things that we can't always rely on with this guy in particular. I'm not denying what the talent is. I'm just saying that I can't trust him. And there was already the thought that he wasn't going to play. So hold on, hold on. You're saying you can't trust him. Then why is it a good move for the Dallas Mavericks and you see them as a team that can do some damage because in the playoffs this is with a Kyrie? short Because this is a short-term move for the Mavericks. Okay. Kyrie wanted out. The Mavericks can figure out what they want to do in the offseason, but they have more talent today than yesterday. And as far as motivation, yes, he will be motivated now to be with the Mavericks and to give everything he's got because he's chasing $200 million. So he wasn't chasing $200 million with Brooklyn? He was, but do you think he was definitively going to play? No, I don't think he was. I don't think he. I don't think he was guaranteed to get the $200 million with Brooklyn, but it's not just about Brooklyn. He's auditioning for 29 other teams or whatever teams have cap space to be able to sign him to a max contract this offseason, which is why I thought you would get the best version of Kyrie Irving throughout this year, but I think it ran its course, and especially when Brooklyn said that they weren't going to entertain the extension, I think that's when things came off the rails and why they ultimately decided to ship him off to Dallas. Who are the biggest winners here? Is it the Mavericks? Is it the Nets? Is it Kyrie? Is it everybody? Is it, well, no, it can't be LeBron. Canty and Carlin for in for oh, Greeny. You got to take it there. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll get there. there. We'll get there. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. We are in for Greeny. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It is time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Up next, what is next? For Kevin Durant, Jay Will is going to stop by, and we are also going to take your calls in just seconds at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who won this trade? Was it the Mavs? Was it the Nets? Was it everybody? Was it Kyrie? We get to it all. But first up, the big game is almost here, and for two remaining teams, new talent has had a major impact. If you're a business owner, adding fresh talent to your team can boost the success of your business too. What's the best way to find fresh talent? ZipRecruiter. Their matching technology hustles to find the most qualified people for your job, and you can invite the top ones to apply. Pile on the talent with ZipRecruiter. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E.
and why. Greenie, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from $25 and under to $100 and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. The Brooklyn Nets are trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. We're really just on Kevin Durant watch now, right? Attempting to win a title with the Nets. You have to show him that you are trying to improve the roster. And for the health of the franchise, I think they're in a better place now. Absolutely fascinating across the board, this trade of Kyrie Irving to the Mavericks. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Canty, let's get a couple of calls in here and see what people are saying about who won the trade between the Nets and the Mavericks. Was it... The Nets, the Mavericks, everybody, Kyrie, KD. Did LeBron win the trade? Let's start with Ronald in Florida on ESPN Radio. Ronald, who won the trade, brother? Hey, hey, what's up, fellas? I think it's LeBron, dude. Okay, check it out. LeBron is pretty much at the end, no doubt. He's at the end. The only thing left is Jordan. He's going to have all the numbers. He's going to have the points, assists, and all that. only thing left is Jordan. Now, Kyrie Irving, I don't think he's going to sign an extension with Dallas. So what you do is Westbrook's um, contract comes off the books at the end of the season. Bring Kyrie in. All LeBron needs is one good season out of I think LeBron is the winner. So, but you need LeBron. You're talking about them signing Kyrie in the offseason? Okay. Yes. Well, Listen. it's clear LeBron doesn't feel like the winner. Did you see what he posted on Twitter last night? Yeah. 
Maybe it's maybe me. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> I, I don't think that's too cryptic. I know. I think we know exactly what he's talking about, which is why the Lakers didn't go after Kyrie Irving so he could be a part of whatever they would do in the second half of this season as well as for the foreseeable future while Braun is still under contract. But, I mean, Carlin, this is one of those situations now. We'll have to see how it all plays out in Dallas. But I, I do think Dallas had to make this decision. They had to get aggressive to try to get Kyrie Irving. I just don't think it's going to lead to them competing at a championship level. Were the Lakers a big loser here, Chris? Yeah, in my mind, because, I mean, how long are you going to be able to have LeBron playing at this level, and how healthy is Anthony Davis going to be for the foreseeable future? I think you try to take advantage of the season that you have right in front of you and win now. It's not about building for the futures with the Lakers. LeBron James is 39 years old. It's about trying to win championships, and you can't forego opportunities to do that just to hang on to – you know, future draft capital, uh, you know, for, you know, or possibilities to to have to rebuild your franchise years down the road. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me, Carlin. If you're going to commit to LeBron James and Anthony Davis and maximizing what those two are bringing to the table, why wouldn't you give up a future first-round draft pick in order to get Kyrie Irving? Mordecai's up next on ESPN Radio. Mordecai, what's up, bud? Yeah, hey guys. Hey, hey, thanks for taking my call. I, I'm going to see if I can articulate this as quickly as possible because I know I know I don't have much time. I think Kyrie and KD both win. Now, here's why: uh, Kyrie wins because you know he, he goes to Dallas, and and let's face it, he's got an ace in ace in the hole there with Jason Kidd. You know, he looks up to Jason Kidd, so uh, so that's going to work in his favor. And I do believe that he is going to sign an extension. I don't think he's going to L.A. No way. He's going to stay. Now, KD, uh, KD wins. KD can win if he stays, if he signs an extension uh, with the Nets. However, I think he really wins if he leaves and he goes and finishes up his career in, in Golden State. That's where I think he needs to be. Let's face it. There's a lot of love for, for KD in Golden State. There really is. I mean, with the fans and, and, the, and, his, and his, old, uh, his old teammates there, I think that would really work well for him. But how, 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 how are you possibly getting KD to Golden State at this point? Thanks for the call. Because you're not trading away any of those other guys in terms of the big numbers that would get him there. You can't get KD to Golden State. Well, here's the other part, Carlin. How is KD winning a championship with the Brooklyn Nets? He's not. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's the part I couldn't get past with Mordecai on the phone. I, I just I don't understand how the Nets get back to championship contention with Kevin Durant, which is why I think it'll be a hard sell to keep Kevin Durant, even though everybody within the organization seemingly wants to do so. I, I think this is KD playing out the string of this regular season and playoffs, and then in the offseason, Kevin Durant potentially demanding a trade. What makes it, what makes this timing interesting, Carlin, is what happens over the next four days. What happens before the trade deadline? Does Brooklyn and Kevin Durant's camp get together and say, hey, it's more advantageous for both parties to move you now because we can get more for you? Because a team that's trading for you looks at you as being a part of a championship run not only in the foreseeable future, but also for this season. That's the part where I think it it becomes an interesting decision for Brooklyn and for Kevin Durant. Look, I think if you're Durant, you have to be looking to move on. There's there's no getting around that. None of these guys are going to convince you. I mean, maybe stay in the rest of the year if the Nets don't get a commensurate deal for you is – 
worth giving a shot to considering, you know, maybe you can do something, but it's not, you're not winning the title. We know that. So Durant's going to want to go somewhere else this offseason. While I agree that a team would love to have him now, are they going to be able to give up enough right now to justify it from a net standpoint? Hell yeah, know. the Phoenix Suns could. Why the Phoenix Suns couldn't? What I mean, are you, if getting, you, if what you, are you getting from in, the Suns for him? Well, if you throw in DeAndre Ayton and either Mikael Bridges or Cam Johnson, uh, maybe consider Chris Paul and a bevy of picks, why wouldn't the Phoenix Suns be on the list of teams that you would want to do the dance with if you're Brooklyn? The Phoenix Suns right now are looking for a boost to get into that upper echelon of the Western Conference. Kevin Durant absolutely gives them that. You put Kevin Durant on a team with Devin Booker, I mean, all of a sudden now you might potentially look at the Phoenix Suns as the favorites in the Western Conference. That's how good that team could potentially become. Look, I don't doubt that. Is that the best I'm going to do if I'm the Nets? DeAndre Ayton and... Well, DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, and draft picks. I mean, maybe you throw in Jay Crowder for good measure. Carlin, there's a lot of different machinations, a lot of different trade packages that the Phoenix Suns could put together that could give the Nets an opportunity to reset their franchise while still being competitive. Now, they're probably not going to be a team that that gets a championship, but they can still make the playoffs. And, And so I think that has to be a part of the mass if you're Sean Marks. The KD Kyrie experiment has failed miserably. Now doing the very best deal in order to salvage something from the last four years that my franchise has had those two guys be a part of it. To me, that something could potentially mean me moving on from KD sooner rather than later if the inevitable that KD is going to, to leave the franchise is going to happen. So I, I just think that that's, that's how you have to approach it if you're Brooklyn. You have to have a serious conversation with KD and his team. And if KD gives you any inkling that he could potentially be looking to move on this offseason, then you got to trade him now because this is when you're going to get maximum value. Well, listen, I'm, I'm very interested to see if they're going to do that. I just I got to believe you could do a little bit better than that. No? I mean, it, where that is, is it Minnesota? Can I get Carl Anthony Towns back? I know people don't love him, but can I get Carl Anthony Towns back in a deal? Why I, is KD going to play in Minnesota? Because he can play with Anthony Edwards. No. Because, you, you know, you can play with Anthony Edwards and, and Gobert have a chance there? Uh, I don't see Kevin Durant going to Minnesota. You know what? Then let him walk away then and not play. I, I, this is not the NFL, Carlin. you got to work with superstars. I know and, you do. And if Kevin Durant doesn't want to go play ball in Minnesota, then the Brooklyn Nets absolutely can't trade him there. I, I have to believe that there's somewhere where I could get more than than just DeAndre Ayton and Mikhail Bridges. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Chris is up next on ESPN Radio. Chris, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, Thanks how are you? having me on. I, I, I just got one question. Before I get to that, I think I, I really think the Mavs won this uh, trade just because you paired another superstar with uh, Luka Doncic, and he definitely needs that. <laughs> but uh, my question to you guys, this is narrative that Kyrie is never available, right? He's never available for his team. But he actually played more games than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant only paid, played 125 games 
for the for the Nets. Well, the Nets. All right, if we're gonna do that, all right, if we're gonna do that, Kevin Durant missed an entire season because of when an the Achilles Nets tear. Him. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you can't say that. And secondly, you can't do that when the reason that Kevin Durant has missed time is injury. When the reason that Kyrie Irving has missed time is because he wanted to. <laughs> no, he didn't. Not not just that, Carla, but he went missing. Yes, nobody in the franchise knew where he was. In other words, he wanted to disappear exactly. and still get paid. Exactly. <laughs> There's a, there's a big difference there. It's I don't know if Kyrie is going to show up to work. That's my biggest problem. Roland is up next on ESPN Radio. Roland, what's up, baby? Guys, how's it going? Good. Um, the Mavericks completely lost this trade. Man, first of all, Kyrie is never happy wherever he goes. Ever. You don't know what he wants to be paired up with. So... Well, let's make it think it's going to work with Luca. Listen, I don't know if it'll work long term with Luca. I know it'll work in the short term. And and to follow up on a thought from earlier along those lines, Chris, I think Kyrie is going to go to whoever gives him two hundred million for four years. Yeah, and somebody's going to give him two hundred million over four years, whether you like it or not. That's just what the market is going to dictate because Kyrie Irving is a top fifteen player in the NBA. And Carlin, teams that are trying to chase championships, look at this guy as potentially the missing piece. He's a knockdown shooter from outside. He's the best ball handler in the league. And he's the best finisher at the rim in terms of guys that are 6'3 or under. So, I mean, this dude is special, man. I just, like, this is, this is a unique talent. The only question that comes along with Kyrie is how motivated is he going to be? Is he going to be accountable for the things that he does on and off the court, and that's a huge risk to take with such a large financial commitment. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Canty, just to summarize the situation in Brooklyn for the last few years, it's it's just such a massive debacle, and I think one of the biggest disappointments in professional sports history, the way this has played out. There's no doubt about it. And, Carlin, we got one of the guys that's plugged into the Brooklyn Nets and our resident Hooper, our very own Jay Will from KJM. And, and Jay, I got to ask you this, man. What, what did you make when you saw the news yesterday of the Brooklyn Nets trading Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavs? I felt like it was inevitable. Uh, I saw this writing on the wall a while ago. Um, I got in gist of one of the first times Kyrie Irving and his camp were asking for an extension, and it was right around the beginning of the pandemic, and there was an offer on the table for him to either take the vaccine and get the extension or not, and he chose the opposite. Mm -hmm. He said, you know what, I'm not going to do that just for the sake of getting the money. It's not about the money. Mm -hmm. So then when I heard about the contract again, where it was three years guaranteed, but the last year was stipulated upon them winning a championship, I, I, I my mouth dropped to the floor. Because yeah. frankly, I think that's unprecedented. Now I asked Bobby Marks in our show about that earlier, and you know, he, with his years of being a GM and really crunching the numbers, and he's like, you know, there's maybe three, four, or five players in the NBA right now that have that same contract, but we're not talking about top tier players. Yeah. So. Hearing his team take that almost as an insult, a slap in the face that we've been trying to work on this for the longest time, and then not even to counter off that, saying we're not even going to counter, we'll just walk away. It, it's almost like the Nets had every ambition to trade him 
in the beginning, they were just trying to squeeze out as much time as they could with him to see if that would equate into a championship. That's one hell of a risk to take, one gamble. It just seemed to backfire at this moment. More with Jay Will in a moment, including the future of KD with the Nets. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions, plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Jay Will joining us in studio right now with uh, all of his breakdown of the Kyrie Irving trade. All right, so... From a Maverick standpoint, Jay, uh-oh, uh-oh. how much better are they today than they were yesterday? How much? How, let me put it another way: How much of their chances actually increase to really compete in the West? I mean, well, they're already competing in the West with Luca carrying a lot of the load, right? Um, I, I think the question is now, you know, Nico Harris, like what what kind of moves do they make to get additional pieces? Dodo, Dorian Finney-Smith. And also Spencer Dinwiddie were two of their primary wing defenders. So I still think this is a team that ranks towards the bottom half defensively. Mm -hmm. thing is, offensively, man, they've gotten a lot better now. So if they're top five in the league in ISOs per game, what are you going to do with Luka? 
you can't double him anymore. Yep. He's going to get single coverage. Or you got Kyrie, they can stagger those minutes. I think Jason Kidd is good enough to do that. Uh, I, I still think there are a couple pieces away. But, look, this is a team that should be contending for the Western Conference Finals and at least have a legit shot. So you think they can get back there? They have even a legit – even, even though defensively they're one of the worst teams in the league. I can outscore you. I put more pressure on you offensively because mm-hmm. now I can score in boatloads. Can you keep up? Almost like Golden State wasn't always great defensively. Yeah. They can outscore you. But they were bunches. shooting threes when everybody else was shooting twos. There you go. Yeah. So, Jay, I got to ask you from the Nets side of this thing, I know we talked a little bit about how you think they would want to hold on to Kevin Durant despite trading away Kyrie Irving. But nah, they the- holding on to his ankles as he's walking down the streets of New York. Okay? <laughs> he's dragging him by the ankles, CC. But, but here's my thing, though. How, I mean, we're not that far removed from Kevin Durant making a trade request and wanting Sean Marks, the general manager, to get fired. So if you're the Brooklyn Nets brass, how do you sell Kevin Durant on staying here long-term in the franchise, being able to compete? I mean, do you think with the assets that they acquired via this trade and what they already have that they can do enough around KD to convince him to stay? Well, they have a boatload of assets. I mean, that's the whole point of what they've inherited here with this franchise, this organization. So my thing is you have to, there has to be an all-in strategy. And I got this from their team. Like, KD is their primary focus moving forward. Mm-hmm. Everything is around Kevin Durant. You try to lower as much as the static, the volume of things happening, and it's about KD. So right now, you got to go out by the trade deadline. You got to make some more moves, and you got to be all in this year. Because frankly, I think if you're Kevin Durant, you're looking at this as an evaluation year. You're saying, hey, look, I took my extension. I am here. Is this team moving in the right direction? Do we feel like I trust in Sean Marks and Joe Sy to help me win a championship? And by the end of the year, if you don't have a better, if you don't have better clarity on where that is, uh, you can ask for a trade, and you just do it differently than what you've done last summer, which was giving Joe Sy an ultimatum on Steve Nash and Sean Marks being gone from the organization. So, so let me ask you this question then. So we got the trade deadline coming up in a couple of days. More likely that Brooklyn will be buyers than sellers? I, I, let me, okay, Chris Canty. I'm, a, I'm just you asking. My, you my boy right now. Yeah. We, we talk hoop every day. We talk football every day. You yeah. and me, off yeah. the camera. If you're Kevin Durant, are you going to look down at that bench and say, what, what? I went from James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and myself, now to myself, Ben Simmons, a guy that Oof. I can't oh. even talk to when he came off the floor. Oof. Right, Carlin? Like, oh he came off the Lord. floor and like, Katie didn't even say anything to him, and now he's out because he has a sore knee. I'm looking at Spencer Dinwiddie, who was here before I got here, okay, and picks. And I like Cam Thomas. I like Nick Claxon. But I'm nowhere close to the Boston Celtics. I'm nowhere close to the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm nowhere close to the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. We're in the outside looking in. We have to make moves now. If we don't make moves, why the hell am I staying here? So you got to show me something. Got to pull a rabbit out of a hat. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio with Jay Williams. Of course, some Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max every morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Jay, um... Is LeBron a loser in this situation <laughs> after what just happened? I mean, for Pete's sake, the tweet, maybe it's me over the weekend. I mean, I, I've never seen a more introspective tweet from somebody like LeBron James than that. I mean, Carlin, what the hell does he have to do, right? He's single-handedly keeping his team in contention for a playoff spot at the age of 39 years old, right? I mean, averaging 30-plus points per game, doing something unprecedented in the game of basketball. Yeah, he's looking for some damn help. He needs help. I, I think if you're the Lakers, look, Kyrie Irving's going to the Dallas Mavericks. Just hold tight for another mm-hmm. four months. You hold tight for it. He'll be an unrestricted free agent. 
you'll have the opportunity to bring Kyrie Irving on board with LeBron and AD right when you guys get to the postseason. Um, as much as they would like for Kyrie to be there, now they don't have to give up those assets. You stand pat. You can catch him as an unrestricted free agent. Yeah, like, can, so, you give so, him, can you give him two hundred million, Jay? I mean, we think that somebody will, but can you give Kyrie at this point two hundred? Yeah, million but I, I think at, at this stage, man, you're sitting there saying to Kyrie at this stage of your career, look, say we give you a maybe maybe we're signing you for a two year stint for thirty thirty five million dollars a year, sixty five million dollars. Let's go win two chips on the way out. Like I don't think Kyrie Irving is going to be hurting for money when it's all said and done. Yeah, but here's the thing: even if it doesn't, if it doesn't cost you any draft picks, who cares about giving him two hundred million dollars? I don't care. I'll give him the max contract extension. I'm trying to win a chip with Braun. When Braun goes away, it's probably going to go left anyway. So I'm just worried about LeBron James years that I have left, and then we'll deal with the fallout from the Kyrie contract and Anthony Davis later. But I do got to ask you this because it's not going to be about team success this year for my Lakers now that we missed out on Kyrie. But it is about the individual greatness of LeBron James. He's on the verge of passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for points all time. How do you put that into historical context for the NBA? In 20 I mean, seconds, I say he's, In 20 seconds, he's one of the greatest players the game of basketball has ever seen. Enjoy it while you can. I think it's going to happen against the Milwaukee Bucks, a team that Kareem played for with a sky hook to break the record. But I'll say this last thing too, CC. It makes me appreciate Kareem Abdul-Jabbar even more. Yeah. That mm. dude did it without a three-point line. Hello. Yep. Oh, Hello. my <laughs> goodness. Respect to the captain. Jay Respect. Will. Awesome stuff as usual, brother. Thank you. All right, y'all. Jay Will of Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max every morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. Up next, is LeBron really a loser in this whole thing? Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.